0: friends. Welcome to the Brave Enough podcast. Grab some coffee, sit back or enjoy your drive and let's get authentic, real and into the good stuff. I'm your host, Dr. Sasha Shilkut and I'm so excited to hang out with you today where we're going to talk about life and work and all the messy stuff in between. So get ready. In season two, episode 13, Sasha talks about living out our priorities for 2020. Now here's your host, Dr. Sasha Shilkut. Hello, and welcome to The Brave Enough Show. Super excited that you tuned in today. It's your host, Dr. Sasha Shilcutt. I'm going to be talking about starting the new year, and this is a second part series last episode, I talked about finishing and looking back and reflecting over the last year. And this episode is going to be about looking forward and it's probably going to be a little different than what you think. But first I want to encourage and invite you. If you do not know, I have published a book. It is coming out February 25th in 2020 called Between Grit and Grace. And I'm super excited to be leading a book club on the book through my website. So if you go to becomebravenough.com and you wanna join a group of women who are gonna be going through the book with me, I would love to invite you. All you have to do is buy the book and you get the first two chapters delivered to you in PDF for free and I will add you to the book club. And we're gonna go through the book chapter by chapter, week by week, and we're gonna talk and laugh and have fun and connect and make new friends. And more than anything, we're gonna change. And that's what this show is about. It's about living authentically. That's what the book is about. So I wanna encourage you to go to enough.com and sign up and grab a copy of the book. You can get it on Amazon or Barnes and Noble. So today I wanna talk about looking forward into the new year. And the reason that I want to talk about this is because honestly, New Year's is my favorite time of year. I love reflecting and I love planning. And for years, I have this little notebook that I put next to my bed and I have these four quadrants and... Every year I get out my notebook and I look back at the four quadrants. What I did I write in, you know, January 1st of 2015? What did I write in 2016? How have I changed? What were the things? And these four quadrants were what I wanted to accomplish professionally, what I wanted to accomplish personally in my family life, what I wanted to accomplish with my health, and what I wanted to accomplish spiritually. And it's really interesting as I look back and I reflect because a lot of in my mid thirties, um, as I was approaching 40, a lot of it was very, you know, these really big lofty stretch goals and there's nothing wrong with having stretch goals. Right. But in the last couple years, I've really changed. And one of the things that I've learned is to look back and list my failures and to look forward and how to live my priorities and what has Now lives in those four quadrants has become more and more simplified and less stress and more peace. And it's really been a process for me of maturity, I think, and just kind of growing up and coming into myself to understand what is it that I really want to do in the next year. And every year that I age more and more of that is I want to live authentically And I want to live in peace and less and less about achievement and less and less about perfection or less and less pressure on myself to succeed, which is very opposite of, I think what we do when we sit down to write our goals for the year. Now, one, one of the, how I, I want to talk about this. So I want to break this down into kind of three different simple parts The first thing that I do when I look ahead at the year is I list what am I going to finish in 2020? Not what am I going to add what's new, but what am I going to finish? And as I talked about in the last episode, if you haven't listened to that episode, I really want to encourage you to go back (laughs) because sometimes finishing is laying things to rest. It's just setting it down. Sometimes we find ourselves on a path that we're not supposed to be on. And we're just like, oh, I'm gonna, I am gonna, I, gotta finish, I gotta finish. But sometimes we gotta get off the path. Sometimes we gotta lay the project down. Sometimes we gotta quit to win. I mean, really, truly. Whether it's a toxic relationship, uh, whether it's a paper that you've been working on forever you know is not gonna be published, whether it's an organization or a group or a committee that just is spinning wheels and not really moving forward. Sometimes finishing is getting off of that race or quitting that path or quitting that project. And it's really hard for those of us that are high achievers. We like to think of ourselves as never quitting and quitting, never quitting is winning, but sometimes you have to quit to win. So the first thing I want you to do is ask yourself, what are you going to finish in 2020? Because when you finish things, you keep promises to yourself. And when you keep promises to yourself, guess guess what happens? You become more confident. And when you become more confident, guess what happens? You're more successful in life. So really before you add to your plate, I want to challenge you as you look forward into 2020 to make a list of what you're going to finish. Maybe it's a closet you're going to clean out. Maybe it's something you're going to get rid of that's sitting around your house in your garage. Maybe it's a relationship that's toxic to you. Maybe it's letting go of a hurt. Maybe someone has hurt you so deeply that you're waiting for this person to apologize and yet they're they're not going to apologize. And maybe you have to work through that and you have to let it go. Maybe it's a failure, something that you failed in in the last year or two that you just keep holding on to and you don't know how to set it down and let it go. Mm -hmm that's what you want to finish in 2020 maybe it's a book that you've always said you were going to pick up and finish whatever it is I want you to start out with what are you going to finish okay now the second thing that I want you to think about is going to be probably as surprising to you is what are you going to remove What are you going to remove in 2020? Because if you want to actually live your priorities, which for me, that's my whole kind of mantra in life is just living my priorities, which takes daily effort to live my priorities and it takes boundaries. This the first thing that I want to encourage you to do is what are you going to remove? That's the second question I want you to ask yourself. What are you going to remove in 2020 that's stopping you from living your priorities? maybe it's tasks that you think you have to do because maybe your mom did it or your father did this and, or you saw someone do this, or maybe you're, it's a committee that you're on that someone else has told you, you need to be on, or maybe it's a, you know, a a kind of a life schedule that you have. Well, I always do this thing because this is what we do because this is what I do for a living. And this is what we do. That's a terrible reason to do something. (laughs) Okay. So sometimes we have to break the mold and we really have to just think about what are we going to remove? And the reason you have to think about this is because if you want to add something, so say you're going to do what most people do and you're going to write a New Year's resolution and you're going to think, oh, this year I'm going to run half marathon. Do you honestly think that you have time in your life to run a half marathon right now? Say you don't run, say you maybe exercise 10 to 20 minutes a day. How are you going to suddenly just add that to your life? You're not. You're not going to add that without removing something or you're going to add it and then you're going to quit it because you didn't remove anything and you don't have time to do it. And then you're breaking a promise to yourself. Do you see this negative cycle? So the biggest thing that you're going to have to do to finish projects or to even think about starting a new project is to remove something. And I tell people this all the time when they're burned out, they're like, I'm so burned out. I really just think if I start exercising and taking better care of myself, I'll feel better. And I always say you will, but what are you going to remove to do that? Well, I'll just going to get up earlier. So you're going to remove sleep because that's not healthy, (laughs) right? So what are you going to remove in 2020? 2020. I want you to ask yourself that question. Think about it right now. Maybe you're driving in the car. Maybe you're walking to your commute. Maybe you're cleaning your house. Maybe you're, you know, at the gym. Think about it. Push pause on this podcast and really think about what are you going to remove? I can tell you personally for me, in order for me to exercise, I had to hire help. And you might might be thinking like, not a a coach. Um, I had to hire help in my house because I did not have... 30 minutes to an hour a day for me to actually spend time on myself and exercise without having someone fill the gap in what I normally am doing, which is either picking up the kitchen or going through school papers or folding laundry or prepping meals. I I can't, I can't do all those things. Now, maybe you can, you're better at time management than me, but I can't. So I had to remove tasks that I was doing around the house and I had to find a replacement for those tasks, which guess what? I did not do put on my husband because that would require him to become more busy and less healthy. So... Sometimes, you know, it's, you can ask one of your children to help pick up the slack. Sometimes it's hiring a neighbor or a babysitter or something, or sometimes it's just removing tasks that you don't need to do. Maybe, you know, it's going to the grocery store. Maybe somebody else can go to the grocery store maybe somebody else can food prep. Maybe your kids can pack their own lunches. (laughs) This was what it took for me. So what are you going to remove? Maybe it's a meeting that you're going to, that you're like, do I really, is that more important than my health? I'm going to remove this meeting. Whatever it is, remove it. That's question number two. Now, the third thing that I want you to ask yourself is what are your priorities for 2020? And sometimes these are really lofty goals, like I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to run a marathon. I want to go here, travel here. I want to read this many books. But I would really challenge you to reframe these priorities to, I want to be healthy. I want to spend time with my family, meaningful time with my family. I want to find joy. Now, does this mean that you're going to have joy every day, you're going to be healthy every day, and that you're going to live your priorities every day? Well, let me tell you, living your priorities doesn't just come walking through life living your priorities comes with setting boundaries and constantly having to ask yourself and make choices as to does this next decision tomorrow fit with my priorities so this is why priorities are so important for me my priorities are my family my health and connecting spiritually with um Christ, those are my priorities. Yours may be totally different. They probably are totally different because we're different people. That's okay. But if you don't know what those priorities are, every, when a decision or an option or an uh, opportunity comes up, how do you know whether you should accept it or not? Because see, it's a lot easier to say no to something, even if it's a wonderful opportunity, if it doesn't fit with your priorities. Okay. So the most important thing is to ask yourself, what are my priorities? I mean, in my mid thirties, my priorities were, I want to be this size. I want to be able to run this. I want to be able to lift this. And I mean, that's fine it's fine to set goals. My priorities now are much different because I realized that if I don't know what my priorities are, I cannot, I end up making decisions based on what feels good that day or the pressure that someone else puts on me or, you know, other things like money. And those are not my priorities. My priorities are not to make a ton of money in my life. Personally, that's not a priority to me. So when I find myself going, well, I got asked to give this talk and and they're offering to pay me money if I don't remember my priorities which are spend time with my family then I will end up overcommitting because I'm I'm saying yes because of money just does, does that make sense so you may priorities are very different than resolutions priorities are the foundation for how you live your life and how you say yes and no to opportunities and how you schedule your life and that's very very different the fourth thing that I want you to think about as we go into 2020, this is what I'm doing, this is what Sasha's doing personally, is what are my boundaries? Okay, this is really this is the hardest thing. So of course I'd love it, I'd leave it for last. It is so hard for us to set boundaries. One of the classes I teach, the master class, I take about 20 women through twice a year, a in-depth 12-week online course. And the biggest thing that we do in 12 weeks is learn how to set boundaries. And if you think this is just writing a list, it is not. It, we also talk about how to have crucial conversations because you know what? You have to have critical conversations with people that you love and respect or even people in power over you about boundaries. Um, perfect example. The other day I was driving home from the hospital and rushing to a soccer game and I got two texts from people at work who were like, hey, we know you just left, but we're sorry to bother you, but actually those texts and conversations were were actually outside of the scope of my boundaries. And I had to really take a moment and not get angry because what I normally would do is just like pull over to the side of the road, call this person, text this person back, miss half the soccer game, be frustrated that my job interferes with my priorities. But you know what? I was like, I'm not going to let this bother me. I'm not going to answer these because no one's gonna die if I don't answer them. Someone's going to be frustrated because they have a deadline and a paper or project, but no one's going to die. And their lack of planning isn't an emergency on my part, and this is going beyond my boundaries. But I had to self coach, so I drove to the soccer game. I watched the self soccer game without responding, and I responded the next day when I was at work, and I said, "You know, I don't." I don't answer non emergent. And for me, I'm an anesthesiologist, so emergencies are life threatening. If no one's going to be injured or die, I don't answer a work question about a paper or a project at seven o'clock at night when I'm driving to my son's soccer game. I used to do that. I used to have no boundaries. I used to be constantly frustrated that I was letting someone down. I was either going to let down my coworker or I was going to let down my kid. You know what? My priorities are my family. So I set boundaries, but you know what? I had to coach through that. I had to tell myself do not answer this until tomorrow. This is not, do not feel bad, do not feel guilty. This is not an emergency. And this is poor planning on their part. So we have to set boundaries because other people will constantly push our boundaries. And other people don't set boundaries. I didn't set boundaries for years. I was a great worker colleague. I worked around the clock, but I burned out. I now have boundaries. I'm teaching other people how to have boundaries. The fact that other people don't have boundaries doesn't affect the fact that you do. You have to stay crucial to those. And this is what I coach in the masterclass class. And I really, really love to think about the fact that when the women leave the class, everybody says the same thing. Everybody in their feedback, years after the class, has said to me, man... That was the biggest thing I learned was how to set boundaries. I can't believe how much better my life is because now I understand what boundaries are. So it's a daily struggle, but we set our boundaries based on our priorities. And if we don't have know what our priorities are, we can't set boundaries. We can't live our priorities before removing things and giving ourselves space, white space, to live our priorities. But first, we need confidence. Where does that confidence come from? It comes from finishing, being a finisher. So, I hope I've kind of laid out these four questions that I'm asking myself. I absolutely love this time of year because I love planning. I love the fresh things. I love thinking about the new year and all the wonderful things to come and all the challenges ahead and the obstacles and the failures. Yes, failures. I know they're coming, but you know what? That's how we learn. And I I love this time of year. I love reflecting. I want to encourage you to sit with a journal and reflect. And if you've never, if you don't even know where to start, say you're listening right now and you're like, this all sounds great, but honestly, I'm so overwhelmed, Sash, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start. The first thing you can do is contact me, reach out to me, email me. I will help you. I will help you start. You can, there's so many resources I have on my website and I would love to help you. I would love to help get you in one of my classes or even talk to you about one of my online courses. The other thing you can do is buy the book Between Grit and Grace. It's all about boundaries. It's all about living our priorities because it's all about living authentically. And each of us has specific gifts and talents, but we also have specific priorities that are meaningful to us. Okay. I have a friend and she loves to entertain and she makes the most beautiful table settings and parties and details. And she cooks and she does all these things. Okay. The thought of doing what she does is so stressful to me. I I would crawl in a corner. (laughs) shrivel up. I mean, my idea of entertainment is ordering like from our local Italian um, eatery or ordering condoba and having people over to the pool. (laughs) That's my red carpet. She goes to every detail and she loves it. And you know what? When she doesn't get to do that, she is really sad and frustrated and she feels like her priorities are out of whack. That would never be a priority to me. That's what makes us unique as individuals. So what I'm telling you is only you know what your priorities are. You cannot expect everyone else around you to know what they are. And when you feel overwhelmed with life, it's when you're not living your priorities. So I want you to live your priorities in 2020. I hope that I've given you some confidence today that you can do this Get connected with me. You're not alone. I lead a tribe of women through this and I would love to lead you if you're listening and you're like, I need 2020. I need to live my priorities. I need it to be better than 2019. Reach out to me. I would love to you to join the masterclass. We're starting in March. You have plenty of time to join. You can do it while living your life and doing your job. It's very little time a week, but it is life changing and it's all online. So you can listen to the lectures when you're taking a walk or commuting or whatever you're doing. You can connect with me for 30 minutes a week. It's going to be awesome. I would love to have you enroll in the class. I hope that I've left you with some encouragement today and so excited for 2020. I'm going to be traveling all over the country. I hope to meet you if I'm coming to a, City near you, check out my website for where I'm coming. I'd love to meet you. Please come up and introduce yourself and tell me that you listen to the show. And if you like the Brave Enough show, leave me a review. It really helps on iTunes to bump me up to the top and keeps the show going and it keeps the show supported. So thank you for listening. And as always, live brave. This has been an HSG production.